0: Time is of the absolute essence if you or a loved one has a stroke. But what should you do in the event that one happens and what can you expect once you arrive at the emergency room? Let's talk about it with Dr. Iraj Nikfarjam, an interventional neurologist and medical director of the Comprehensive Stroke Program at Ocala Regional Medical Center. This is Hellman of Health, the podcast from Ocala Health. I'm Prakash Chandran, and first of all, Dr. Nikfarjam, what exactly is a stroke?
1: First of all, thank you for having me here. A stroke basically is an emergency neurological condition and occurs when one of the arteries gets occluded in the brain and subsequently the brain cells start dying very fast.
0: Okay, so how do you know when you or someone else is having a stroke? Like, what are some of the
1: symptoms? The stroke can manifest in. A variety of symptoms, but the most frequent ones is basically facial asymmetry, um, a speech difficulty that is characterized by slurring their words or not being able to get their words out, and having numbness or tingling on one side of the body or having arm or leg weakness on one side. These are the most frequent signs and symptoms of stroke, acute stroke. Stroke.
0: Yeah, and you know, I've uh, you, you've talked about some of those symptoms. I've heard of this acronym called FAST, so maybe you can break down what each of those letters mean.
1: So FAST stands for face, so it is a face asymmetry or drooping of the face. Um, a stands for the arm, if there is any drift of the arm or weakness on one side of the body. Um, S stands for speech, if the patient has slurred speech or not being able to talk as usual. And T stands for time. A stroke is an acute neurological condition that needs to be treated in a very expedite fashion, so time is an essence under those circumstances.
0: Okay, I got it. And so I'm curious about the situation where let's say I'm with a friend and I notice maybe a little bit of a drooping in the face and I suspect that they may be undergoing a stroke. What are some of the things that I should do immediately?
1: And the first step that everybody needs to take on those circumstances is to pick up the phone and call 911. Uh, the stroke initial symptoms might be mild. Okay, some patient might think that those symptoms are going to go away, but if they notice face being droopy, speech difficulty, arm or leg being weak or having numbness and tingling on one side of the body, those are signs of a stroke and the patient should come to the emergency department as soon as possible. So, the first step is going to to call nine one one and come to the emergency department, and the sooner, the better.
0: Okay, and you know, I've I've actually heard this before. It's important to call nine one one because there are different types of emergency rooms that handle strokes specifically. Is that true?
1: And that is correct, yes. And so um, there are different uh, hospitals with different level of capacity to handle patients with a stroke. Um, Ocala Regional Medical Center recently has been declared as a comprehensive stroke center. So all different treatment modalities available for these patients are also feasible in our institution. So if the ambulance brings a patient with acute ischemic stroke, they need to bypass all other facilities and come to the closest comprehensive stroke center. And here in Ocala would be the Ocala Regional Medical Center.
0: Okay, it's really good to hear about Ocala's comprehensive uh, care. So if you're by Ocala Health, it's okay to go directly there. Otherwise, just call 911 and you'll be directed to the right place. So, um, you know, I'm actually curious about what happens when you get to the hospital. Talk a little bit about how you treat a stroke.
1: Well, first of all, I would like to clarify that in some patient might or some family might drive a, a patient to the emergency department. However, that is not the best way to do it. So under those circumstances, some patient treatment might get delayed because they have to go on through the triage area. So the best way to proceed if you have any patient with those fast symptoms is to call 911. And then the ambulance bypass the triage process and comes to the stroke pod designed for this patient in the emergency department. So as soon as the patient is there, we go through inclusion and exclusion criteria to see if the patient qualifies to receive the medication that is called TPA. And that medication basically is to dissolve the clot that is causing the stroke symptoms. And usually that medication can be provided up to three and sometimes four and a half hour after the symptoms have started. Unfortunately, if the patient arrives late to the emergency department, that medication cannot be provided. The second option treatment that we have is that mechanical thrombectomy, we have the capability to place a catheter in the brain and deploy a stent retriever and try to retrieve the clot that is causing the stroke or aspirate it out. With that in, with that in treatment modality, we have the window of opportunity up to 24 hours. So it's going to be very important to know that the sooner the patient comes to the emergency department after initiation of the symptoms the better outcome is going to have with any kind of treatment modality.
0: That's really good to know. And I I also imagine the importance of following up with your primary care physician after you go through that treatment. But, you know, one of the things that I want to close up with here is how might someone reduce their risk of getting a stroke to begin with?
1: And that is a very, very good question. So um, despite we having different treatment modalities for acute stroke, the best way to treat the stroke is to prevent it. And the prevention can be done by treating the hypertension, the high blood pressure, by treating the diabetes appropriately and by treating the hyperlipidemia or high cholesterol. So after the stroke and follow up with primary care physician is mandatory and even patients without a stroke that have high blood pressure and high cholesterol or diabetes need to follow up with primary care physician for control of those risk factors and to be on aspirin if no, there is no medical contraindication in order to prevent the possible future stroke.
0: All right, Dr. Nikfarjum, really appreciate your time today. That's Dr. Iraj Nikfarjam, an interventional neurologist and medical director of the Comprehensive Stroke Program at Ocala Regional Medical Center. Thanks for checking out this episode of Helmet of Health. Head to Ocalahealthsystem.com to get connected with a provider. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and be sure to check out the entire podcast library for topics of interest to you. Thanks and we'll see you next time.